This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Kia ora and welcome to Beyond the Script, conversations with clinical pharmacists from the University of Otago School of Pharmacy Clinic, Hero Kawakawa, Whare sharing insights into the clinical consultations that help patients review and manage their medicines. Well, how much is too much when it comes to medication? Joining me today to shed some light on the question of polypharmacy is Dr Carla Dillon, Professional Practice Fellow Teaching Pharmacy Practice Skills at the School of Pharmacy. Uh, Thanks for joining us, Carla. Good to have you with us. Nice to be here. Let's explore that term first, polypharmacy. Uh, What is it? Yeah, well, it's an interesting word. Um, Simply, it just means that someone is taking multiple long-term medicines. Um, In the medical field, we often use five or more as an indicator that maybe there might be too many medicines. And that's usually a flag that we need to review and consider what, how we should move forward from there. I'm guessing that it might be older members of our population who more commonly fall into that category, but it's possible at all ages, right? It is definitely possible at all ages because it just depends on the medical conditions that you have. It's definitely seen more in the elderly, and that's the population I've worked with in most of my life. Um, and here in New Zealand, we look at uh, about 25% of those 65 to 75 probably are taking five or more long-term medicines. And by the time you reach 85 or older, it's almost 60% of our population. Right. So that tends to be the bulk of where we see it, but there are definitely younger patients that I've seen in my career. So certainly not uncommon as we age to be taking more medications. And clearly this is an issue for a lot of New Zealanders. Yeah. But everyone's different, right? And I suppose there are different responses to taking medications. There is. So polypharmacy in itself uh, sometimes sounds like it's a bad thing. Sometimes it's completely appropriate. People have complex diseases and they need complex medicines to help them get the best quality of their life. But once we start putting multiple medicines together, it can become problematic, um, particularly if they have similar side effects. So the side effects add up and that can cause all kinds of problems. And that's where we need to step back and reconsider, is this giving the best health for this person? Over time, over the length of someone's lifetime, it's probably likely that if they are on long-term medications, there might have been a number of different prescribers along the way too, right? And and so perhaps not a, an opportunity for one person to have given an overall uh, view of where an individual is at at any given time. Yeah, that's really true. Uh, I think uh, part of my work uh, I would consider as detective work trying to figure out when a medicine started, what prescriber started it, why they started it, and should they still be on it. Because something may have been started in your kind of mid-adult life, but now it's 20 years later, and should it still be there? So there is a lot of getting information together and say, oh, where are you now? Why did it start? And how do we need to go forward? So clearly one of the things we're looking at here is side effects of medication. So each individual medication can have its own side effect, but presumably a combination can have side effects as well. Yeah, so some of the more common things that we see, particularly in the elderly who are taking multiple medicines, uh, are things around being dizzy or lightheaded. 
Um, that's usually because the medicine may be bringing you a br- blood pressure down a bit too low, and that puts you at risk for falls and then fractures, so that's a, a really big concern. Um, other things would be things like dry mouth, which can be really uncomfortable, they're making eating more difficult. So a lot of medicines have these side effects, and by themselves, they might be totally tolerable, but once you put on a couple of medicines that do the same side effect, then it becomes problematic or it really kind of interferes with your day life. So there can be a cumulative effect. Absolutely. Yeah, particularly in the elderly. And then, again, you can run into all kinds of problems with your day-to-day function. Sometimes blurred vision is another one that can affect your ability to drive. You might feel dizzy. Um, And then we need to reassess. Is there a better combination so that you can get the health benefits without the negative things? Putting aside the polypharmacy aspect of it, I suppose also it's possible that your response to any given medication, even just one of them, might change over time as well. So it's a complicated formula really, isn't it? It is. Our bodies are like machines, and as they age, (laughs) sometimes they don't uh, deal with drugs the same way as they did when you were 40. Um, uh, So... We often look at your kidney function to see if your body is processing it differently, and that can change your response to a medicine that you previously took and were just fine with. So how can I tell if my or my loved one's polypharmacy is appropriate or not, or might be problematic? So I definitely encourage conversations with prescribers, uh, you know, asking, um, instead of just getting your medicine refilled, asking, do I still need this? Is there any other option besides this medicine? Do you think the benefits still are better than the risk for this medicine? So having a conversation um, is really good. My job as a pharmacist has mostly been around doing medicines reviews in the elderly. Um, where I sit down with a patient and we usually spend a fair amount of time, almost an hour, going over what are you taking now, how are you taking now, are you having any problems, and figuring out where to go from there. And that where to go from there uh, is an interesting aspect which we can explore now. Um, If there is some tweaking required, what might that look like Is it stopping? Is it reducing? Is it increasing? Is it testing things out for a period? Yeah, so my rule in general is to do one thing at a time and go slow. Uh, Because if you make a whole bunch of changes all at once, you don't know what is helpful and what is not helpful. Um, Medicines generally can't be stopped suddenly because they actually pose bigger risks. And one of the big ones are drugs that affect your heart. So if you stop them suddenly, your body is like, what's going on? I don't know what's going on, and it tries to compensate. So often one of the things it'll do is increase your blood pressure and increase your heart rate, which puts you at a risk of heart attack. Of course, no one wants that. Um, so what we would do is we'd, get a, we'd design a tapering plan, how you cut back very slowly so that your body doesn't uh, can adjust to it quite easily without that kind of rebound effect. So it's part of which one is causing you the most problem and what's the safest way for you to come off that medicine. So very key message here is that we don't make these decisions for ourselves just to simply stop medications because we think they might be responsible for something that's not good that's going on. Yeah, because there's a number of ones that really can cause a lot of harm if you stop them suddenly. Um, You can come off them, but it really needs a planned approach to make sure it's the safest way for you. I suppose another 
trick to all of this is determining what might be a side effect of polypharmacy and what might be simply a side effect of a condition or a new condition. That is. Um, so again, that where I think part of my job is being a, a detective. So I'm looking at when did it start? When did it get worse? When did the medicine start? When did your dose change? Um, and so I put the timelines and pieces all together to say, what's the highest probability? Is it more likely the drug or is it more um, likely the medicine? Um, so generally, with a little bit of experience in doing it over the years, you get a good feel of what most likely is happening with a person. Um, but it is like an investigation for sure. Yeah, and I imagine there are quite a few people for whom detailed records of when things began, what medications they're on, who prescribed them, and even why might be a bit mysterious to them, particularly if they've had a number of changes of GP. Yeah, and so that might, information might not be readily available. So what I do in those cases is I go to the medical literature and see what kind of benefit is this medicine known to have. And, and then looking at the probability, is this person getting that benefit? So even if in the absence of that information, we can still make uh, have discussions about this is the benefit I think it might have. What do you think about that? And what do you think about continuing or maybe tapering down? This is obviously something that you're very experienced in doing. Is it also something that most people's GPs would work through with them? Uh, it can be, but uh, and I worked in a GP practice for many years with GPs. Um, it's often a job that ended up with me, and it was just a matter of time. Um, unfortunately, GPs don't uh, often have time to spend a, a good half hour or an hour with a patient, um, which is unfortunate. Uh, so in the structure of my job, I had that time. Um, so I work collaboratively with the GPs to say, okay, I'm going to spend this time discussing it with the patient, seeing what I think. I'm going to kind of write a report, and I'm going to sit down with the GP or uh, chat with them and say, what do you think? And this is a relationship that might go on for a little while because you might be trialing certain things and asking people to perhaps be more observant about things that are going on for them uh, while you're going through this reevaluation process. Yeah, and there's been, um, I think, maybe one of the longer patients that I've taken off of medicine and probably took a full year uh, to completely come off it uh, because that's what we just deemed was safest for her. Um, and so it's touching base. How are things going? How are you feeling? Should we slow down the process? Should we speed it up? Um, it takes some time, but the end result was really good in that particular case. Um, she felt a lot uh, less confused. She was way more functional. Her family felt she was definitely more engaged. Um, so sometimes you just have to be patient and work through it. Yeah, the great thing about this process is I imagine there are um, in most instances, good news stories coming out of it. Lives changed, even just in a small, small way for the better. Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, um, you know, particularly when you've had troublesome side effects that have really um, impacted your ability just to do basic daily things, and that's not happening anymore. Um, that, you know, uh, you know, to me, I'm like, okay, well, that makes sense because you're not taking the drug, da, 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 da. But that's a huge impact on someone's life. And medicines aren't uh, supposed to be there to make your life harder. And if it, if it is making your life harder, then, then it's not really working for you. And something else needs to be done. All right. So to summarize, yeah. the best steps to take if I want to make sure that I or someone in my family have 
all the medications that they need in balance? So again, um, talking with the prescriber is uh, a great uh, uh, option. Uh, here in the Southern District Health, community pharmacists are not funded to do medicine reviews. I'm hoping that with the reorganization of the health system, that'll change. But right near here at the University of Otago, we have a clinic where we're staffed with pharmacists who will do that service for free. What a great service that is. It is. And really important and life-changing, I'm sure, for many people. Carla, thanks so much for taking some time to join us on Beyond the Script. Okay, thank you very much, Jeff, for having me. You've been listening to Beyond the Script, conversations with clinical pharmacists from the University of Otago School of Pharmacy Clinic, Hero Kawakawa Farihaumanu, sharing insights into the clinical consultations that help patients review and manage their medicines. Located on campus at 325 Great King Street, Dunedin, these consultations are an innovative service available free of charge to those in the area or available online via telehealth. Pharmacists will listen to your concerns and questions. They will provide information and advice and they can work with your healthcare providers to help you get the most of your medicines. Call 03-479-8141 to make an appointment or visit their website at otago.ac.nz slash pharmacy clinic. Patient car parking is provided. Terms and conditions may apply. No mai, haere mai. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.